at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. We're going into a short uh, uh, focus on a book that has just been released. It's called Limpopo Medicine, and it was published by the South African Heritage Publishers in partnership with Limpopo Heritage Resource Authors. It's a fabulous uh, selection of uh, stories from history and focusing on traditional medicine and cultural practices of Limpopo. On the line is Terence Ball, who's the founder of Heritage Publishers. Terence, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much indeed for having me, Michelle. It's a pleasure. Terence, let's look at uh, the kind of work that Heritage Publishers are doing. Is Limpopo Medicine a perfect example of that? Uh, yes, to a degree it is. Um, it's, it's unique uh, in that it's the only book that we are producing of these old writings in English only. Um, all future um, volumes will be indigenous language on the left-hand page, English on the right. Um, but uh, it's, it's, it's fairly typical of the way these uh, writings are written. They're very personal. And I think it's, uh, you're probably aware, it's a vast collection. We're talking about 19,000 old typewriter written A4 pages um, wow. that were typed up after these works were handwritten by the authors. So, so Terence, let's um, talk about some of the uh, narratives that are coming out of Limpopo Medicine. I mean, it's, it's kind of got some really old informants who have given you information. Well, exactly. I mean, I think, Michelle, the best example of this is, is if I really read an extract from one of the writings in, in the book. Sure. And uh, this is a person being interviewed by the author, and Ndambi, and Mr. Ndambi. Fortunately, I know the family. And this was sometime in the 1930s. And the interviewee says, Greetings all. I am Mushavi Makuhani Matsavel Ndove. I'm from Kotswana and the Savis in Gweni, Portuguese East Africa. My grandparents came to the Transvaal at Mashawu village, fleeing wars with the Nguni people. Now, those wars would either have been under Shoshangam or Shoshangam's grandson, uh, uh, Muzila, um, which means that uh, he would have relocated into South Africa in, say, the 1840s to 1850s. It's a bit of a guess. Uh, but it, it, I think, reflects just the personal nature uh, of the way these uh, writings are written. And also the age of the writings themselves. We're talking about the great, great, great grandparents of Chitsonga speakers today. Where did you find all that information? This um, collection of writings was held uh, by the Special Collections Unit at the uh, Library of um, University of Pretoria. And I was referred to it by a very well-known academic, Dr. Nimuzavati, who was a highly regarded historian of the Babenda and very elderly when I met him. He must have been in his late 80s or early 90s. I was discussing um, another heritage project with him, and uh, he was very impressed with that and urged me to go to the university to see what they had there, to see if I could do anything um, about making these materials available um, for the people or to the people for whom they were written. And that's how I came across this huge collection of writings in, uh, in Selim, of our nine indigenous languages. So if you look at um, the the narratives that are coming out and you go back, I mean, you know, the, the, as you mentioned, we, we can go back as far as the 1700s. I can imagine, and I stand to be corrected on this, 
that some of the writings are even difficult to understand because language has changed over so many years, both in translation but also uh, in transcription as well. You're absolutely correct. We, you know, what we've done is uh, we have retranscribed the indigenous languages into current orthography, and yeah. then translated um, those uh, writings into English. Fact of the matter is, um, our South African Translation, Translation Institute uh, translators are coming across numerous words in all seven of those languages um, whose meanings have been lost. They've fallen sure. into disuse. A lot of these relate to, we think, traditional garb, traditional medicines, plants, uh, parts of plants, roots, leaves, petals, whatever it may be. Uh, and that's why we're working with the National Lexicography Units. And obviously, we'll be contacting language specialists uh, in these various languages to see if we can establish the meanings of these words and then include them in the next editions of uh, the National Lexicography Unit Dictionaries of our Indigenous Languages. This is a project that's done in partnership with the Limpopo Heritage Resources Authority. Uh, what uh, is their participation is in it? Is it is it a financial participation? Is it a more diverse participation and partnership? They they led the um, selection of writings that have gone into this particular volume. Uh, these writings are translations from Sasutu Sadibua and Shitsonga. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't uh, complete Chizenda translations at the time they required this. Um, and they also, yes, provided financial support uh, for the publication of the material. Um, so it, it really has been a, um, you know, a wonderful gesture on their part, um, and I think extremely valuable because there can be little doubt that we are dealing here with a national heritage and indigenous language treasure. Uh, of that, I, I have absolutely no doubt. I'm sure people are listening and go, I have to go and get this. Where do they find the book? Well, they can approach their local bookshop um, and and ask that uh, they contact South African Heritage Publishers or they can visit our website or Facebook page. And the website is? Uh, www.saheritagepublishers, all one word, S at the end, saheritagepublishers.co.za. Terence Ball, founder of Heritage Publishers, and that website, www.saheritagepublishers.co.za, working in partnership with the Limpopo Heritage Resource Authority on a book titled Limpopo Medicine, which goes back to diverse people speaking as far back as uh, the 1800s as 